We're coming for you, and we're gonna beat you in 2020. <laughs> Isn't that awesome, you guys? I'm not seeing a lot of masks out there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey, guys, I'm Melissa Red Pill the World. We look at the you-know-who tweet, <laughs> posts, the Trump tweets, and the current events in the light of God's word. And I'm in jail. <laughs> I'm in trouble right now, and I'm scared to say anything because I'm like, I'm gonna, afraid I'm going to get banned. But anyway, I'm going to try. We're going to see. I'll just pray <laughs> because I don't want to have our channels shut down. So make sure that you share this because it's hard for people to find, you know, me what's going on right now. Okay. And just to make sure that you stay in the Freedom Force Battalion, you can go right here. Well, here's the video. Oh, this is my channel that I can't post on right now. I miss being able to post on it. And what's so cool is we're continuing to get subscribers, even though uh, I'm not even posting. I guess you guys are sharing. You're like, support uh, Melissa Red Pill the World. Anyway, but you can go here, freedomforce.live, freedomforce.live. And when you go here, you will see the social media choice here. And so whatever social media I have, you will see it there. Okay. So here are, um, you know, BitChute is where I'm posting videos right now. Um, and then I also put all the links on all of these. So, you know, whatever happens, I will hopefully have this site where I can just tell you guys where where it's at, where I am. Um, and so I've got some really great patriots who are helping me. And this is the BitChute account. And um, uh, Amy has been helping to upload so many of the videos. She's been working just feverishly getting so many uploaded, which is great. So I have over 400, so <laughs> it's going to take a minute. But she's been working on some of the most important ones, you know, the, from Revelation. If you're new here, we look at how this is biblical. This is literally Armageddon. Don't let me freak you out. It's Armageddon, but it's okay because we're winning, okay? We're almost to the finish line, and we're soon going to have, we're going to soon break into a thousand years of peace. And that's what this is about. That's what it really what this is about. So um, I wanted you to know that bit shoot uh, and everybody shout out. Good job, Amy. And Jeremy has been working so hard on podcasts.com. He's been uploading all these to podcast.com. He's doing like a wild man posting all these audio files to podcast.com. And like I said, you can go right here and get, I keep getting in the way, um, the link right here. Okay. So all of that. Yes, this is biblical literally this is my book q and <laughs> did not say that i didn't say that and a thousand years of peace I, to be honest i really think it was because i made fun of uh, someone who's running for political office i think that was my um bad thing that i did and i need to do like write-offs um but the funny thing is some other people do it and why am i being punished why is it why me why 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 and i think maybe because you guys are fierce warriors and whenever i share something that you know and i think our numbers are more than what they show but anyway that whenever i share something you guys share it and they're trying to stop that <laughs> stop that so let's just again just try to be invisible and just continue on press on and i'm hoping we can just make it till the Oh, I was going to tell you something. Uh, if we can just make it to the election, then I won't, um, then hopefully everything's going to be okay. But the way that the rules are with, with this group right here, this group right here, is if you have a 
three stripes within 90 days, then you will be, your channel will be taken off. So I've gotten a warning and now I've gotten one strike. If I get a second strike, to be honest, I'm probably going to wait out, uh, wait out the 90 days because I don't want them to take down my channel. Does that make sense? So, I mean, I just don't, it's not, I can't risk it. So I'll just be posting in other places. So I'm going to be, I'm thinking I might post in on like Facebook so that I, you know, so that if, if for some reason I got banned, I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't lose all of our entire history of everything that we've done. And then I'll know if it's okay there, maybe it's okay to do it on YouTube. It's quite something, quite something. Anyway, so let's read again. I've read this to you guys before, and I want you to remember it because it just is so exciting what we are breaking into and uh, all the people, they may not know it biblically, but they know something really great going on. They just you know, want to continue President Trump and to stop all the people who are doing anything against you know, our country. So look at this in Isaiah 60, arise Jerusalem. Again, this is the, the people of God, the city of God. It doesn't matter where you live. It's if you are one of God's people that you love God, you love goodness, you love justice, you love freedom, you love, you know, people to be treated fairly, all that rise up. That's what we're doing. Rise up. Let your light shine for all to see. Being like my buddy Bredio says, be in full shine mode. He was saying he was praying for me uh, for when I go on Charlie's show this Friday to be in full shine mode. He's so funny. Anyway, um, uh, let your light shine for all to see. The truth for everyone to see. For the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Just like the, the woman clothed with the sun, the woman represents God's people. The church, the the you know the his his people on earth, and not you know doesn't necessarily have to be the church really. And there's a lot of the, you know, anyway, I won't even go into that. But the point is, if you love God, if you love what's right, the Lord's light is shining on you, just like the woman she's clothed with the sun. Remember that the sun was right on her shoulders, right? Darkness as black as night covers all the nations. All the it's not about nations; it's about evil. That's not a good translation. Uh, it's about the evildoers, the wicked. Okay. Darkness covers them, but the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. All the nations, all those evil ones will come to your light and mighty kings will come and see your radiance. This is the final of the day. They've been beating us for so long. And finally we're winning and winning and winning and winning and winning. Yeah. My friend went down to a to fishing and she saw a, another boat parade these boat parades are everywhere look see for everyone is coming home your sons are coming from distant lands your little daughters will be carried home your eyes will shine and your heart will thrill with joy for merchants from all around the world will come to you they will bring you the wealth of many nations of many lands this is about the reset this is about the the gold about the Nasara and the Gasara and Jubilee. All of this is coming back to us. The wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. That's in, this is Isaiah 60. Um, for the merchants, the ones who've been selling all this stuff and, and you know doing it for themselves, all that's coming back. All those assets are being seized, as we know now, 1,400 pages on that great site that I can't name. <laughs> don't even know what to say you guys and your eyes will shine your heart will thrill with joy isn't that great everyone coming back your little daughters everyone coming back 
everyone it's not about physically moving we're not it's not about us moving around it's about being restored everything being restored and that's what jubilee is about finally finally we're getting to celebrate jubilee uh, and it i believe it will be proclaimed on the feast of atonement which is september 28th the people of sheba will bring gold and frankincense and will come worshiping the lord how about that there's just some cool stuff gold and frankincense incense um and will uh, worship the lord that as it says in the, in another place it says you won't have to tell your neighbor to come to know the lord like we've been doing for 2000 years oh we know the lord he says that because all will know him from the least to the greatest how cool is that really the church age is closing we're entering the age of the, the kingdom of christ on earth and everyone will know him the flocks of Keter. I'm going to talk about that here in just a little bit too. Um, anyway, yeah. Anyway, got lots of good stuff to talk to you about. The flocks of Keter will be given to you and the rams of Nebaoth will be brought for my altars. I will accept their offerings. I will make my, my temple glorious. It's not about having, like having a physical uh, sacrifice where you like, you know, kill a goat, whatever. It's not about that. It's about, it's about um, uh, that there will be this great worship of the Lord, great honor brought to him, great, um, you know, sacrificing our lives in the, in service to him where we serve each other where we honor each other by you know helping to build people houses or or helping to make sure that you know that some you know things are safe or you know teaching good things to people you know you know that kind of thing so whatever you're good at whatever the lord has blessed you with with the, your blessing of uh, your gift of ability you will be able to use that in a righteous way to bless the world and that's really what it's about is this that you give that to the lord as your offering to him the lord i want to use this i don't just want to hoard stuff for myself right and the temple is the temple of the lord the, the world the earth is the lord's in the fullness thereof his, this is his temple and it will be glorious can't believe we've lived to see the day and what do i see flying like clouds to israel like doves to their nests their ships from the ends of the earth from lands that trust in me led by the great ships of tarshish they are bringing the people of israel home from far far away carrying their silver and gold just this just think restoration health wealth peace you know everything good they will honor the lord your god the holy one of israel for he has filled you with splendor is up for some splendor i am foreigners will come to rebuild your towns and their kings will serve you my husband and i've been talking about that mr wonderful and I, about you know that some of the folks who live here are just struggling so much and we're like oh i cannot wait that we can rebuild you know for them and, and they can help us but we, you know, we can get something done for them so that they don't have to live in these conditions that they're in just all, all on just on top of each other stacked in there but though i have destroyed you in my anger i will now have mercy on you through my grace your gates will stay open day and night to receive the wealth of many lands they can't all those open Remember we we're talking about those doors being open all of them open all of them all 12 i'm going to talk to you about the there's keys and there was yeah i'm going to show you that here in just a second um receive the wealth of many lands the kings of the world will be led as captives in a victory procession Urgh, that's so cool that's the the bad guys they're gonna be captives and they'll be led in a victory procession who's ready to see that for the ones who refuse to serve you will be destroyed oh, just love it 
<laughs> Who loves me some Isaiah 60? Hold on real quick. All right. Now, another thing I want to share with you guys is Acts 111. I, I, I read this verse a while back, but I don't think I focused on it and, and you know, pointed this out that it's from Acts chapter 111, which is, you know, our huge number. Um, and this is about the return of Christ. Look at this. Um, this is from the message version. These were his last words. As they watched, he was taken up and disappeared in a cloud. They stood there staring into the empty sky. Suddenly, two men appeared in white robes, obviously angels, right? They said, you Galileans, why do you just stand here looking up at an empty sky? This very Jesus who was taken up from, you am from among you to heaven will come as certainly and mysteriously as he left. Isn't that cool? I like this translation also. So I think that's so cool because we keep seeing 1111 and 111. I know you guys do too. And so it's that, did you know that that verse is, is about, you know, this right here, that he was taken up, but he'll come back as mysteriously as he left. It does not necessarily mean in the clouds. And you know, I do not believe it's going to be in the clouds. I think he will be revealed, but I don't think it's going to have any, I think clouds is talking about power. It's a, it's a, it's a symbolic, uh, it's a, it's a literary device. Clouds is a literary device, right? You remember doing in like high school and college uh, language arts class. All right. So, um, yeah, I think that's just so cool that it would say 111. And if you're new here, you might not know that revelation 1111 says that God breathed life into them and they stood up. <laughs> that's why we keep saying these verses because this is the day and he will be i really do believe he'll he'll be revealed i think more and more anyway i better not get off into that all right so then all right so this is something else i wanted to show you guys because and i'm going to try to use some weird weird words so i can kind of couch my words okay so in the book of daniel daniel was told this is 2500 years ago he was told about four different beast, a horrible, horrible beast. And that the final one is this exceedingly dreadful one with horrible iron teeth and brass nails and tin horns and whatever. It has one little horn and I think that's the, the U space, la 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 N. Anyway, um, so yeah, that whole thing, I believe, is the new order right there. But, okay, so let me go back to the first one. So that's the one we're fighting right now is this fourth one, the last one. Right. And so this one right here, I believe this lion with the wings, I believe in the wings actually get plucked off and they, they stand up like a man and they're given the heart of a man. I think that the wings become the eagle's wings like America. OK, I believe that. And um, and so then the the uh, lion, I believe, is England, which they they've ruled the earth. Now, there are. There is an ancient interpretation that, oh, this is the Babylon or whatever, but. I believe these are, you know, these these reflect what's happening in modern day. Okay, so I believe that the, that the bear, who do we always think of as the bear, is Russia. Okay, and then this one, I wanted to bring about this one. Okay, this this leopard, and it's got four wings and four heads, and it is given dominion. Okay, I wanted to talk a little bit about that one if I can get my nose to stop itching. Hold on. So when I do a video, I, I'm in my office, which I now have an office. I'm so, I love it in my new house. I can have an office. And so I have the fan going and I shut the door and I think I'm swirling dust around or something. It makes my nose it. Anyway, so, all right. So, so back to this, the leopard has the four wings and the four heads. Okay. And I'm going to show you how I actually talk about this in the book. 
uh, you know what, and a thousand years of peace. It's also the same book as the book of Revelation revealed and this one here, the battle of Armageddon. Okay. So I'll, I, and also we now have it in Spanish, this and a thousand años de paz. Okay. So um, anyway, so this is, I believe, and I, I talk about it there and I'm going to show you what I think here. I'm going to use, I'm going to pronounce this word right here as rich. Okay. Rich. That's what I'm going to say. Rich. So it's this, it had the, you know, the first rich and the second rich, right? And so the first rich was 800, 1806 per Wikipedia, and uh, defined the home, uh, Holy Roman Empire as the first rich, okay? Where it locked down the people and put them under their control. And then the second rich was this uh, in Germany, 1871 to 1918 was the second one. And then the third rich was during uh, the, the Second World War. Let me see if I have the dates here. Dates, 1933 to 1945, that's the right, the rich, okay? So um, that is the, what I believe that is, is those three heads, the three wings, okay, swiftly going in and to destroy and control the people, okay, and steal from them. So that's the third one. And then it talks about the fourth rich, okay, and this is these, these right here have still, as we know, proliferated. And so I hope I'm not going to get in trouble. But anyway, so yeah, so this fourth one is what we're fighting right now. It's not you know, they try to get you to think, oh, this is going to happen in the future. No, it's already happened and because they proliferated and that's who we're fighting. Okay. So I just wanted you to see how this is biblical. That's what we're trying to you know, explain here, that this is not just a political movement. This is the biblical promise that this would happen one day, that this, you know, that there would be four on this, which I believe this one is Germany. Okay. So England, Russia, England, Linus, England, Rare is Russia, and then the, the leopard is Germany. And there's lots of, you know, compelling evidence for that. I'm not going to go into right now, but the point is that um, this is that fourth one, okay? The fourth head, the fourth wings, and this is a, this is what, it's the riches, okay? So I go into all of this on the book where, uh, this one right here, this book right here, and I go into um, what I, you know, all these go into a more explanation here okay of the bear and the, all the you know, all these things okay all right so i wanted you to see that and about there okay so then the one that we're fighting right now the final one which is it's basically the same as the fourth one of this morphed into this the fourth head of the leopard turned into this dreadful beast okay now so okay so that is the beast of revelation and which is the new order. And then you've got this, he says, call it, we're just going to call that the first beast. And then they have a second beast. So this, the second beast is the one that helps them to do their, this work because the first one is in the shadows and the, and you don't necessarily know their names and all of that. But then you've got all these people who come alongside the, the, you know, the preachers and because this one has the, the, the gentle horns. It's like, oh, this is like a little lamb horn. These are, these are your friends, right? And so this is what has happened in the churches that they've been infiltrated by this, this second beast. So whenever you see the word second, it should kind of alert you to go, maybe, well, does this have something to do with the second beast? Okay. And so um, 
they go in and they basically, you know, you have to obey them. You know, it's, you know, you just sit and listen to them and, and basically do what they say. Let me show you a picture. Yeah. Like here, everyone's just sitting and listening and basically goes every week to listen and learn and, and to one person and so, you know, to do you know, what, what they are telling you to do. Now, you know, I know it, it sounds really harsh. Just, I, you know, I'm not saying every person who is in this position is that, but I'm telling you this, that the Lord told us to have ecclesia where we have groups from house to house where it's small so that it is not in this situation where it could become controlled and where everybody's just listening to one person you see the danger of that it's it's very much like a like a cult and it was not ever intended to be that way it was intended to be that we are in in home gatherings that's exactly what paul did paul could have easily set up big places and said everybody go to that he didn't do that he set up small and he told timothy to, to set these things up all around and we were you know we, we just didn't think about it that that was that important but it clearly clearly was all right so one of the things i wanted i was singing one of my songs you know i've got on my on this channel right here freedom Force.live, I have my scripture songs, right? And I was singing one of my scripture songs. One of them was going on over in my mind. And it's what's so great about having the scripture songs memorized because they just, you know, the word of God is dwelling in you richly all the time. So anyway, we now have them on MP3. If you guys want to get some of this. So um, I was singing this song and it says, For the Lord will not hold him guiltless who misuses his name. This is Exodus chapter 20, verse 7. All right, so you must not misuse the name of the Lord your God. All right, so I was thinking, you know, they've led us to believe that it's don't curse, you know, use God's name in a curse. Well, of course, we don't want to do that. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, let me see what, like here it says, no, you, in, I don't really like this version. And the message is no using the name of God your God in curses or silly banter. God won't put up with the irreverent use of his name. All right. I don't really, I think that's, that's diversion. That's not really the point. The, it's not, he's not going to send us to hell for he's, you know, like this verse says, you know, he won't hold him guiltless. who misuses his name. He's not going to send us to hell for saying, you know, a bad word. That's not what it's about. That's not what it's about. Right. Think for ourselves. We've got to think for ourselves. What is this about? The Lord will not, let you go unpunished if you misuse his name misuse misuse his name i think that is a, as a let's focus on that that's the good part of the of the translation is if you are using his name to be the second beast okay does that make sense uh-oh no what did i do i didn't mean to do that okay where's my beast go okay there's my second beast if if the second beast works in to speak on behalf of right the first one i get in trouble anyway so if they're doing that if they're doing that using god's house and being wolves in sheep's clothing which i talked about here they appear so gentle but they're really sending the sheep to slaughter if they're doing that this is a misuse of the name of god that they've taken the name of god they said i'm a preacher for the, of the gospel i'm i'm a, I'm a it could be a a, a, a muslim uh, imam it could be a, a hindu person it could be anybody but they're using it to control and to enslave and lead the people to slaughter that is a misuse of the name of god they've used 
what people are going to trust these people and say, oh, we're going to listen to this person and they're going to lead us on how to, you know, obey God. Okay. And, and it doesn't really matter if it's it, whatever, it, Judaism or Christianity or Islam or, you know, whatever. To misuse the name of the Lord, to misuse his name and say, I'm using this for, to bring power to the, to the beast. This is what it means when it says, where's the verse? The Lord will not let you go unpunished if you misuse his name. That's the problem. That's the issue. It's not about saying a curse word. He's not going to put you in hell for that. But if you take his name and say, everyone listen to me. I'm, I'm a, I'm, I speak on behalf of God and I'm going to tell you what God's word says and that you're using it for the beast. The Lord will not, like the song says, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who misuses his name not a good thing not a good thing not a good and y'all know me yeah those of you who followed me 400 videos ago i am i'm like i'm i'm not in their little system i'm not one of the i'm not a clergyman or a clergy woman i'm not in their little deal and i'm nobody tells me what to do and say and i'm not part of their deal and that's one of the reasons they're probably trying to get rid of me because i'm trying to help people come out of the deception and the fear mongering of the of this stuff now so back to uh, Ecclesia or Ecclesia. Okay, so when you think about it, all of a sudden when we started having an Ecclesia and I went through the omegakingdomministry.org training and so now we're doing this, we're doing Ecclesia and you start thinking about, okay, we have a small group and now we're getting big enough that we need to split off into another small group, another small group and another small group and another small group, okay? And from that, you know, we're you know, running for school board and that kind of thing. We're taking the city back, right? So, and we're not just being little sheeple, like sitting and listening. Okay, so this is, this is something I want to bring up. Okay, so remember the verse that says, let me see if I have it right here. No, I don't have it right here. All right, so, okay, the, remember the verse that says that the women are not supposed to speak, okay? What I believe that's about, because, okay, imagine you're in this small setting, and of course, like, everybody can speak. You're in a, you're in a, you're in, 12 people. It's not going to be like, you know, there's only the men can speak. That's ridiculous. Okay. So now we're starting to realize, okay, this is what it was supposed to look like. We're actually doing this. He's not saying that the woman can't speak. It's not about that. It's about that the woman is not to exercise authority over a man as in calling the men out as in bringing them to task and, and, and scolding the men because just, let's just put it this way. <laughs> Let me just put it this way. My husband and I were talking about that the other day. He's like, I, I said, I would never, never, never want to do that to you. And he said, well, I, if you ever did, then I would be, I would call you out. You know, he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he's very, very sweet, very, very patient, but he wouldn't put up with it. And the thing is, any self-respecting man would not allow his wife to speak to him that way. And so it's, it's, it's more, it's very important that in our society that the men feel like they're men and not like they're, a child and who, who's told told what to do by their mother, which is their wife or a woman. Okay. Because we have to have our men strong and courageous. And, you know, yes, a man can learn from, you know, you know learn things from a woman, but it's a whole different thing for, for the men to be called out and punished when they're a grown man. And they're, they're you know, we, that's something that we can have the, the men take care of that. And, and the honest truth is that women sometimes be, you know, <laughs> I guess a man can too, but you know, it's just, we have, 
we have the tendency to look at things a little more emotional and it talks about that in first Timothy. Anyway, so, um, so there's plenty of men who can deal with the issue. If there's an issue without the women, we don't want the church reduced to where it's women scolding men. Okay. And you say, I'm saying church, but I'm saying ecclesia. We, you, know, you can't have your small gathering where it's the women henpecking the men. <laughs> That's what he's trying to avoid. Can I get an amen? For any of the men who are on my channel, I'm thinking I can hear, hear you saying amen. All right. So, all right. I have a video. I did goodness. This is two years ago. And uh, because a lot of you may not have heard the story of Deborah and Yael. It's not a very, very well talked about story. It's tucked away in, in the book of uh, Judges chapters four and five. And so this is quite the story. And it turns out that Deborah was the one who led the battle. She was a judge. So she's, she's technically actually judging and, and, and calling out, but it's a different thing for her in that position, in that position as the judge to go out and say, okay, this person is, has broken the law. It's fine for a woman to be a judge. I hope you're not, I'm not making this too confusing, but a woman can be a judge. What we're trying to do is avoid the, the, in an ecclesia where the women are henpecking the men. <laughs> okay. Because the, the bottom line, the men won't go anymore. if They're going to be henpecked. All right. So, but yeah, this, this video, I would encourage you to, to go back and watch it. And thankfully you can still watch the videos, even though I can't post. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Deborah was the one who won the battle because of her being so courageous. And she even told, it was so funny. They had a great conversation. She told, um, Oh, what's his name? Uh, Barak, I think it's his name that, Hey, he says, you know, I want you to go in and lead the battle. And she says, you know, God will be with you. I'm telling you, God will be with you. He says, Oh, I don't want to go unless you go. And she says, well, I'll go, I'll go and lead the battle. But everybody will know that the battle was led by a girl. Okay. So that tells you right there. It's a, okay. This is 2,500, 3,000 years ago. This a okay for a woman to be a leader. It's a okay for a woman to be a judge. It's, you know, and then Yael, her sidekick, did an amazing thing. I've got to watch the video to see because it was something else. But the thing that we can't put up with is a bunch of henpecking. <laughs> All right, that's what we've got to avoid. And you really wouldn't even think about that in this setting right here. You're not going to think about, oh, someone's going to henpeck because everyone's just being quiet and cult-like and just listening and no one's saying anything. Yes, there's there's all, there are opportunities for us to sit and listen to someone. Don't, I don't mean that we can't sometimes just sit and listen. But the point is, that's it's in that environment you wouldn't expect to have someone stand up and go i've got to tell you what you did right <laughs> all right i think that explains it pretty well so here is um here's the section in first chapter first timothy chapter two and uh anyway so i i don't know if i'm going to have time to go into that today but anyway um i wanted to, uh, yeah, i've got so much other stuff to show you anyway um all right so i wanted to make sure that you have seen this right with where it talks about on the georgia G-U-I-D stones, right? That they're, they're trying to keep it under this amount, a number of people on earth. And we have 7 billion people on earth, okay? So how are they going to get to that? And that's the only way that they can do the life extension. They want to, you know, that if they don't want to, if they're living to be 200, then we'll go, the gig is up. How come you're living to be 200? So they're trying to bring out life extension for themselves, 
and where they can, you know, I'm thinking some of these people are probably on some island somewhere and they're, they're having the life extension for themselves, but they want to be able to continue uh, in the regular thing, but they have to lock down society so they can be the ones who live all this time. And then we, this is what they were trying to do, and that we would be killed off when we had passed our usefulness for them. Anyway, so yeah, it, it, I'm worried about this guy, especially with this name right here, Wizard of Oz, right? And then um, that, but that's what they were trying to do. That's the whole point of why they're trying to get this many people because that was sustainable, manageable, so that they could maintain, manage that many people, and then they would have this for themselves, this life extension for themselves, and not for us. So I just, I just wanted to mention that to you because I know you've probably heard about it, but to kind of connect those dots, why they are like pushing it so hard because they're trying to bring in this for themselves. Okay. Um, and uh, you know, all this way back, you know, they always talk about, you know, that they're wanting to live forever and they had their, all their stuff in a, in a vault, whatever to be used in the afterlife and blah, blah, blah. But I was, and I was working on some, a project and I realized Pharaoh is the start to the same as pharmacy. So this is, you know, that's, this is the, uh, the modern day pharmaceuticals are very much a pharaoh type thing, a control thing, and, uh, and uh, to control the, the slaves. All right, so yeah, I'm going to uh, try to talk about this, but yeah, this was, I think this is why Ellen got in trouble, because she started showing some stuff. These are keys sitting on her table, and these are keys that they put on the, ne uh, on the necklace. So imagine someone in a a cage and they're trying to get out and they keep trying the different keys and then none of them work. And it's kind of like us that we've been in this matrix and we haven't been able to get out. And so, yeah, that, that's so, they think it's so funny. They think it's so funny and it's so evil. It's just so evil to, and, and imagine someone trying, trying, trying. And just like with all of humanity, we've been trying, trying, trying to get out of this maze and fix this and fix that. And it was, they laughed and laughed and laughed at us. And they're not laughing as much now. Yeah, this was evil that she put this. I'm not going to go into that, but yeah. All right. And then she posted this. She says, it's not working. Try something else. So she, when she posted that, then I, that's when her Twitter got slammed. It got shut down. I don't know if it's up now, but I think, I think it's up now, but for a while it was, it was down. I think it's highly controlled because she was freaking out. She realized that we were winning and that what they were doing was not was not being effective, okay? And so it reminds me of this little video right here from Bambi. If you remember, this this little snippet right here, this pheasant is all scared. She hears the 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 um, hunters out and they're shooting, and so she's all scared. And and so she's saying, "Oh, we must fly, we must fly." And she and the other ladies are saying, "Don't, don't worry. You just stay still, stay calm. Don't worry, don't move." And she's like, "But they're coming, they're they're coming." And they said, "Just you have to stay silent." But she could not, and I think this is what Ellen did. So then when she flew away, then she was yeah. See, she just can't take it, and she yeah. So I think. Yeah, I think that's what it was. She put too much out there. And so now she's being punished. And to let everyone else know that if you say a word, if you do a peep, then you're going to be in trouble. All right. Um, all right. I had uh, Sandy shared something with me about a family member. It was just so beautiful. Um, and I, I thought about this verse here in Hebrews chapter 12. It says, uh, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, and I'm not going to read 
the whole thing. I just wanted you to focus on this real quick with me. And that is that we have our family members who are in this battle with us. I talk about this in the book also, that, that they're fighting alongside us, along with the angels. It's just remarkable. That's how we know all this stuff because they've been whispering it in our ears or blasting it in our ears to those trumpets. And so the, um, the, the thing here, it talks about this great cloud of witnesses. Think of a cloud of just, just imagine angels, you know, people filling the sky, that they are all around us, that we can't see them because of our, you know, we're in this physical, but in the spiritual, they are all around us, okay? And it's just a great cloud, and we're surrounded by them. And how do I know that? That it's not just people who have, you know, gone on, uh, who, who, who are, uh, who are on earth now. It's because this is right after he talks about in Hebrews Hebrews chapter 11, all these great people. They call this the hall of faith. Okay. And this is the great, all these great people, Abel was such a great man of faith. Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, on and on and on it goes. And then all the way at the bottom, it talks about, you know, Finally, Jacob and Esau, whatever, go Joseph and Moses and uh, Rahab, even Rahab is mentioned. And it says, uh, what more can I say? I don't have time to tell about Gideon and Barak. But I was just talking about Barak and Samson and Jephthah and David and Samuel and the prophets who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions and quenched the fury of the flames and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. Anyway, so, so great. I love this whole thing. Uh, women received back their dead, re- raised to uh, life again. There were others who were tortured, refusing to be released so that they might gain an even better resurrection. Some faced jeers and floggings and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by the stoning. They were sawed in two. They were killed by the sword. They were uh, went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains, living in caves and in the holes in the ground. They were commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised, since God had planned something better for us, so that only together with us would they be made perfect. So he's talking about all these ones who've gone before that we have accounts of in the Bible. And so then he says, then such, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, all these ones who've gone before, and I want you to think about that. They are around us. They are with us. They are alongside us in this battle. Clearly it says that in um, Revelation, I think it's chapter 14. It talks about the, all these on the, on the, the 144,000 on the mountaintop with the Lord, and we you know, are in battle together. Anyway, so, so cool. I want you to see that because I thought that would really encourage you that uh, those that we love are, we're not here by ourselves. They're not just sitting on a, a cloud somewhere. <laughs> They're working and uh, this battle too and in, in their way from there. Isn't that cool? All right, the president stopped this. If you haven't seen this, I want you to uh, see it. I'll put the, I don't even know if I can put, I can't probably put links below, can I? <laughs> Whenever this gets posted on the on BitChute, I'll put the link over there. Um, and so when you hear about all this, what they call critical race that's this is what it's about and so the president put a stop to it because this is when there's when 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 any organization is always uh, their whole fight is is amongst themselves with all this race stuff then it then they can't do the job that they are called to do all right so he did that in his spare time he put a stop to that uh in the in uh in the in the government teachings 
in their trainings. And also, Serbia and Kosovo announced that they have normalized economic ties as part of the U.S. broker discussions. Isn't that terrific? And there's no more of this between Serbia and Kosovo. All the conflicts are being resolved. And, and broker discussions that also included Serbia moving its Israeli embassy to Jerusalem and Kosovo recognizing Israel. More, another one, another one, recognizing, recognizing, recognize, they all gonna recognize. So that's very, very exciting, very exciting. All right, so, oh, I was gonna show you one more thing. All right, then we're gonna pray first. Let's give thanks to the Lord. Thank you again, Lord. We praise you. We praise you that we're seeing that so much peace settle over the earth. Thank you that you are, you're showing us and explaining to us and revealing to us all that's in your, that you've promised in your word for all this time. We thank you for the Isaiah 60 talking about all this gold coming back to us and the wealth and the health and the restoration of all these things. We thank you, Lord, that we are getting to see that we've got a front row seat. Lord, protect our battalion, protect our ability to communicate, protect our uh, our, our sight, Lord. Guide me so I don't say something and, and, and get it banned, but I just pray that you'd make us invisible. I pray that you would uh, make us them not see us so that they would have it in for us to ban us for nothing at all and that other people are doing so we we thank you lord we thank you that you're going to guide us through and uh, we we uh, continually give you praise because you are the king of the world and you are worthy to rule this world we praise you that we are that we're living to see this amazing day and we just ask you to guide us I pray you strengthen everyone in this battalion. I pray you provide for every need. I pray you bring peace in their household. I pray you bring healing to their bones. I pray you would touch their bodies right now so that they are well, that not from, from the top of the head to the sole of the foot, there is all perfect soundness in them. Heal us, O oh Lord, from all that's been done to us. Deliver us from all of their evil schemes. And may it be that soon we're going to see them as a, uh, as a, as a, in a victory procession, all those captives. We cannot wait for that. We're ready. We pray all these things in your great name, King Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. I love y'all. Okay. If y'all want to stick around, I have one quick, super, super quick thing to say. All right. So this girl right here, her name is Rebecca. And so, okay, she knows that I, I did not intend to get this whole big Herbalife thing started. I didn't, that was not my intention. I was just trying to put the link out there. And so I don't really know a lot about it. But clearly this girl does because look at her. She's like amazing. So she said, look, she would, she, she has a whole like a zoom room and a, a training. And so she has the information about everyone who has joined, has started doing the Herbalife and she wants to make sure that you guys know how to do it so that it's going to work and you're going to be encouraged and, and, uh, and look like her. <laughs> Anyway, I did lose another pound. I'm, I'm thinking I'm doing like, I think at this rate, at this point, I'm doing like one pound a week. And as I lose more, I'd probably go slower than that. But anyway, whatever. Um, so the point is, um, she is going to, the really thing I was going to tell you, she's going to connect with you, I think on an email. Okay, it's going to look like it's from me, but it's really, you know, she's going to say she's doing this on my behalf because she knows I'm busy trying to save the world, right? And so she's going to e email you and then She'll show you how to do this, put this app so that you can get little posts from her about, you know, good ideas and all that. And also how to, um, you know, this is her YouTube. Let me show you her YouTube channel is uh, Rebecca Louise. Okay, Rebecca Louise. And then she's going, oh, there's a Zoom room. She'll help, she will invite you to a Zoom room, give you the link to a Zoom room if you want to do that. So that's really, really cool. I think that's super cool. And I need to, I need to jump on there and do that. So um, I will, I will, I was actually thinking about doing a Zoom room, but. She's going to do it. I, I probably will jump on there 
uh, just so that um, I can see, you know, what it's about and, and join in on the fun. So anyway, I want to share that with you guys. I think that's it. I will talk to you later. Love y'all.